coming up on today's episode of the Money Pants Superpower Hour. How to leverage the money and resources you already have to help motivate your family members to become their best selves. Did you know that most parents have no idea how much they actually spend on their kids? When they go to try paying their kids an allowance, they either grossly overpay or way underpay their kids, and the results are less than stellar. We'll talk about how to determine how much to pay your kids and what your kids should be paying for themselves. Hint, it's not the electric bill. We'll answer the question, how much should I pay my kids for doing the dishes? It totally depends. We'll share the secret sauce behind figuring out the optimal pay. Plus, we'll talk about how you can still use the money pants concept even if you're flat broke. All this and more, but first, the joke of the day. A young man moves away from his parents to become a student, proudly showing off his new apartment to a couple of his friends late one night. He leads the way to his bedroom where there's a big brass gong. What's with the big brass gong, one of them asks. Oh, it's not a gong. It's a talking clock. A talking clock? Asks one of his friends. Seriously? Yeah, watch, replies the student. He picks up a hammer and gives it a big whack and the whole room vibrates with the sound. The three friends just stand there looking at each other when suddenly someone on the other side of the wall screams, You idiot! It's ten past three in the morning! Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Money Pants Superpower Hour. We are your hosts, Hannah and Fontaine Judd, and we're the proud parents of seven sons and six daughters, ranging in age from college student to toddler. We're both BYU graduates and the creators of Money Pants. Head on over to CaptainMoneyPants.com to learn more about what we do and what we're all about. We believe every person on this planet has been given at least one superpower to help them accomplish their unique mission in life. But the only way to unlock those superpowers is through work ethic. That's when greatness happens. And that's where Money Pants comes in. Money Pants is the complete tool set for cultivating work ethic in all aspects of a person's life. And today's topic is how to leverage your household income to get maximum benefit for every family member. And when you're, if you, if you use the Money Pants app, you download it, the very first thing it's going to ask you when you're in the setup is how much money your family makes. As a matter of fact, I don't, think it'll let you go anywhere until you answer that question. You you have to you have to enter in that amount. And I guess the question that we get a lot is, why does the app need that information? Yeah, that seems kind of personal, you know. <laughs> well, it's very gonna... intrusive. Hey, um, hi, thank you for downloading my app. How much money do you make? Yeah, like when I was growing <laughs> up, my dad always said, hey, you know what? Don't tell other people how much money we make. That's that's really private information. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's um, kind of weird. You're like, what does this app need that information for? And the, the thing is, is <clears throat> the app uses, the, the, the very, very brief answer is, the app uses that information to do some pretty fancy calculation to determine exactly how much money to pay each one of your kids for each chore and each habit. And it's pretty in-depth and pretty detailed is how the app calculates all that. But that's why. There are apps out there where, hey, you want to pay your kids for chores. Okay, here's some pay. Here, here, Make a list of chores and here's some pay for them. Mm -hmm. But that's not what Money Pants is. Money Pants is where you're taking money you were already spending on your children and you're transforming it into rewards. Well, if you don't know how much you're spending on your kids, you can't transfer it, form it into rewards. You're just picking a random number like, uh, I'll pay you, 
$2 to do the dishes. Well, should you be paying your kids $2 or $5 or, or 50 cents? And or- like, how are they going to be able to earn these things that you were getting for them before? And so Money Pants is very different, a very different app, because what it does is it does that work for you in calculating in your family, in your situation, this is how much doing the dishes is worth. Right. And so that it's actually possible for your kids to earn some of the things that they were um, you were giving to them for free before. But that, and that's one of the core concepts that we espouse is that uh, Money Pants or any allowance system that you're using shouldn't be costing you more money. Yeah. And this is why. We live in a rich society. We give our kids so much great stuff. We, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we are, and we aren't the only ones. Uh, like people say this all the time. They're like, "Oh my goodness, I'm giving. I give my kids so much stuff. They have a nice house to live in. They have cars. They have, designer, they have skates. Designer, they have bikes. Clothes, they, they have. They have their own car. They, they've <laughs> yeah. got their own computers and TVs. I'm constantly and, buying my kids things, giving them things. I'm not going to give them an allowance on top of that, or I'm not going to pay them to make their own bed. Yeah, why, why would I pay them more? I'm already yeah, giving them so that, much. They're going to be so entitled. Oh, oh, your highness, and now I'm going to pay you to make your bed that yeah, you in this teeth, gorgeous like... room that you don't even share with anybody. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, heck no, I'm not going to pay my kids to to more money. I, I spend all this on them. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, you're going to lift a finger? Oh, I'm going to pay you? I, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, and we get a lot, of, a lot of kickback for that, where they're like, uh, I already give my kids so much, and they already have so much stuff. I'm not going to pay them more. Yeah, well, when people don't understand what Money Pants is, that's their initial impression, and yeah. they're like, heck no. Well, no, no. Even if you broke the, the topic of an allowance, parents are just like, no, I'm, they already have too much stuff. They already, no, I'm not going to pay them more. And I, but we agree with that. 100%. 100%. They're right. They're and exactly right. That, so that, it would cause a problem. So that's what we're suggesting is instead of giving your kids more things, we're going to siphon off a little bit of what you're already spending on them. And instead of giving them uh, things, you're going to give them opportunities to earn those things. That's the concept. Yeah. And so that's and, why the app needs how much you make because the app does the calculation to determine, oh, if you make $100,000 a year... According to our calculations, you spend about, and this is this is actually very interesting. If you go to, I think it's babycenter.com, they have a cool pie chart that's based off of years of data and research. And, and basically, it breaks it down how much money you spend per kid based off of your income. And I think it was, I'm going off of memory here, so I could be totally wrong. But I think for a family that makes $60,000 a year, they spend like $10,000 on, on one kid. Now, that's including healthcare and um, um, mortgage payments and electric bills and clothing and uh, all, all these different aspects of a person's life. It includes everything. But, I mean, that's one-sixth of the family income is spent on that kid. Yeah, and that amount changes if you have more than one kid. Right, actually, the, and the so, percentage goes down. Interesting, the percentage that you spend per kid goes down the more kids you have, actually. So if you have three kids, you don't spend 10000 you spend 6000 per kid. But you're still, you're you're still, still spending, spending more, a but lot of money yeah. on your... Anyway, so it was a really cool pie chart that we, we found years ago. And we're like, oh. And after we, we looked at that, we're like, well, we don't want our kids to pay for electric bill and for the water bill and for the mortgage payment and, and, and gas for the car and insurance. We don't... That's, that's our a, responsibility. That's, yeah, that, as parents, we feel that's our responsibility. But clothing... And discretionary money, our kids totally 
should be able to earn that. And why not? Why wouldn't you want your kids to to earn some of the things that they already are getting for free? Well, and and when we say clothing, yes, it's your responsibility as a parent to clothe your children. But there's a difference between shopping at the mall and shopping at a garage sale Mm -hmm. or wearing Mm hand-me-downs. So in, in a way, it is discretionary. Because getting a whole bunch of brand new clothes every year, that's actually not a necessity. And having 15 pair of jeans, or, you know, 15 pairs of There's jeans. There's no dearth of clothing in this country. Yeah. It, it, so so, so when we put that as, as one of the things that they can earn, how nice of clothes they get, whether it's what's popular, and that's where the discretionary part comes in. Yes, it is your responsibility to clothe your children, Mm -hmm. but you can clothe them in clean, modest, decent clothes Mm -hmm. for almost nothing. (laughs) So so how much you spend on it is actually quite a bit discretionary. Yeah, they may not be the nicest or the most... Stylish, I guess. Yes, they're, they're stylish. This will be, be nice clothes. They just won't be. They, <laughs> they may not be stylish. cutting edge. Yeah. yeah. So th- that's kind of what we want to talk about today: is how to do that. Like, if you if you agree with the concept that your kids shouldn't be given everything, and you actually want them to earn some of the things that they get, I think people who uh, adhere to a concept of an allowance, I think most parents agree with this concept to some degree that if you lavish your kid with everything that it's not good for them, it's not healthy. I think most parents agree with that, but how to implement this concept is a huge roaring debate on a regular basis because some people say you should never pay your kids for anything and other people say you should pay your kids for everything. And we kind of feel like, no, it's Let's got not it all go backwards. to an extreme. Yeah. Let, let's just say, why not let your kids earn some, some of, of those, those things, things that are discretionary, that aren't necessary, but that your kids really, really want. But instead of just giving it to them, let them earn it. And in the process, develop some of those, well, we call them superpowers, but develop into a better person. Like, why not? Why not leverage that to your advantage? So with the app, that is, that's actually the first step. Enter your income. And the app will do the really cool calculations based off of your income. And it will say, ah, if you have, and then you'll enter in how many family members there are. And then you enter in all the jobs and the app will go, okay, you got Three fa- or five family members, and you've got 10 daily jobs and 10 weekly jobs. And you've oh. got this income. Okay, looks like um, Barry here, he can earn a thousand bucks a year. And the app is, but that's part of the family income. This is money that you are already spending anyway. This is money that you were planning on spending on Barry anyway, but in specific categories. Do you want to talk about that? Well, well, b- before you go on, I wanted to say we used to implement Money Pants uh, on our own. We didn't have an app. We mm, didn't right. for years we implemented this concept. Yeah, maybe we go backwards. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we we implemented this concept for a long time and we didn't have an app. We just, you know, made little paper charts and did the calculations. But what we found when we're like, "Hey, well maybe this would help other families." What we found out is most families don't know how much they have no idea no, 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 how much a, they spend that, on their kids. Stop. That was a huge revelation to us. I Hannah, I'm I'm one of my jobs in the family is to track our finances. That, that's what we decided early on in our marriage. So I I got Microsoft money and I learned well, no, I started out with a spreadsheet, but then I graduated to Microsoft money and I every penny. Yeah, I and you exactly did a great job. He, you kept you kept track of our finances so well. Mm-hmm. It was like 
I am so glad I'm married to you because that's <laughs> not my thing. Anyway, so, but yeah, you, you kept track of all our money and we, we knew exactly where our money was going and how much. And so because of that work that you did, we were able to say, oh, well, this is how much we spend on the kids. It was easy. And I just so, looked, I just, yeah, this I is how much. And, oh, look, this is how much we spend on food. This is how much we spend on mortgage. This is how much we spend on fun money. This is how much we spend yeah. on the kids. This is how much we spend on clothes. I mean, I got I can yeah. get pretty detailed so, reports. So we were able to do, do the math and go, okay, well, in order for them to earn this money, their jobs are going to be worth about this much. Yeah. And and it, I, it wasn't and, perfect. No, but it was pretty. It, good. Was pretty good. it was pretty good. But when we tried to implement this with other families, we found out that they would get like their eyes would get glazed over, and and they would just be like, even though they liked the concept, it was no, no, no. They really liked the idea of their kids earning some of the things they were getting yeah. for free. They, they also like the idea that it wasn't an added expense. They like those two concepts a lot. Yeah, but they had no idea. They're like, oh, yeah, I, I should do my budget and I should well, no, no, no. know. Two, there, were two, there were two reactions. <laughs> One was being overwhelmed of, I, I can't do that. I, I'm, not, I'm not as organized as you guys are. I'm not a financial person. I, there's no way I could do this. I, don't have no, I have no clue how much I spend on my kids. And for me to figure it out, it's just too much work. Or they would look at the numbers we were using and they maybe they were making the same amount of money as we were and they're like, you pay your kids that? There's no way I'm going to give my kids that amount of money. Yes. And they freaked out about it. Well, like, well, but but remember, we had some families who did keep track of their finances or who challenged us and said, there's no way this is right. Right. And they went home and they did all the math and they added up th- those discretionary expenses mm-hmm. And then I remember like one family in particular meeting with them the next week and they're like, this was almost exactly mm-hmm. the amount we spend for a kid. We felt so sneaky. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> so so that's that's what the app does. It does those calculations, but it needs that information. It needs to know how many family members you have yeah. because that changes that changes the the percents yeah, and everything. Okay. Well, no, and I need to, I'm going to butt in here for a second because you're on a roll, but I wanted to point out, we got this information from a USDA report. Um, and, and it's an ongoing report. They, they, they It's every year. Every, every year. But then also from the uh, census data, US census data. And so we compiled all this information to come up, come up with these formulas to calculate pretty accurately how much your family spends on each family member, depending on how big your family is and what your income is. And, and how many jobs you create. And it's fascinating because, as you were saying, Hannah, almost to the dollar, we can be, we can, I, I, I would bet anybody who's listening, I could come into your home, you tell me how much you make in a year, that household, and I'll tell you within a couple bucks how much you spend per kid per year. That That's, that's how accurate we've found our calculations to be. And it's, well, interestingly, because we we got this data from, and it's been years and years and years, and I have all this research, and we had to kind of extrapolate these uh, curves and these, these these formulas that we've created. We had to figure out how they worked and all that, but and and it kind of tapers off the data at a for families making about $350,000 a year. Yeah, so so we're like, okay, our app is kind of limited because it was like $30,000 a year. Yeah, we didn't have any to data for, about 350, 375. Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't have any data for people making less than 30,000 a year. 
and we didn't have any data for people making more than about 350,000 a year. So we're like, hmm, <gasps> math. And so, and so yeah, we so just I, continued I, I the, the curve or the, the yeah. kind of the curve. So no, Hannah, you were, we were I was like, so proud of yes, myself. you you did. <laughs> I think it was amazing. But it, yeah, interestingly, we have had clients that we've worked with who um, have made like six hundred thousand dollars a year, and we had extrapolated you know, kind of guess like, okay, th- if this curve continues in this pattern, they're, they're probably spending this much. And so, you know, we, we, we plugged in those numbers and it did work for that family. Almost, they were shocked. They're like, this is almost exactly how much we spent. And weren't they like, they weren't 450, they were like 600. It's 600, 600 yeah. I mean, $600,000 a year. And we're like, well, you know what? We think our formula works. Let's plug it in and see. And sure enough, they're like, wow. Because then we came back to them the next week, and they're like, wow. Wasn't that, wasn't the mom an accountant too? Like, like yeah, she, or yeah, some for sort like, of yeah, for some, I think, for the hospital or something. So she, yeah. And she's like, and they they did. They knew their numbers. They knew, and the dad was he was a spreadsheet guy. And you know, you know the guys who have spreadsheets. They, pull <laughs> they up spreadsheets. love this. They, they, they know where their money goes. All the spreadsheet guys. You know who you are. They're out there. They, yeah. They, they know where their money goes. And he, sure enough, he sat to actually no, it was the same visit. Yeah. This is all the same. He and I went over to the side, of, uh, over to the side, and he's like, "Okay, the, here, here's what I think all my numbers are." And we, and we, I plugged him into the app, and he's like, "Oh wow, that's that's pretty close. That's pretty darn close to what I spent on my kids." Which to me was like a huge uh, relief, but also a, a big confirmation of, "Okay, our, our formula is pretty darn close." Yeah. So, so anyway, so that's one of the benefits of the app. It's not necessary because you can do your finances, yeah, you, can you can do the math, out. you can figure it out, but, but it's just convenient to but have I, that calculated because a lot of people cool, yeah. don't know. And the vast majority and of our customers if you want to, no if you want to just be able to get started and use the system and have it work like right away without, you know, having to figure all this out, it's convenient because it's probably really, really accurate. Well, no, that was the big stumbling block when we first started out, too, and we were using the paper system is all the math that was involved. Because not only do you have to figure out how much you're spending on your kids, but then you have to divide it up by kids. But then you have to divide that up by how many jobs there are. But then you have to divide that up by daily and weekly jobs. And then you have to divide that up with, oh, i got to include habits. I'd rather nap did that for me. And then, oh, wait, <laughs> but what about, what about job jar? And how does that get funded? And yeah. then bonuses. Oh, and then what if they do a job substitute? And then how do you calculate fees? And we're like, wow, we need an app. <laughs> yeah, so, this would be easier if there was just a computer calculating this for me. So, but I so, want to go back because we did, they, we missed a point though. I wanted to go back why you would want to siphon off some of your household income and use that to to pay your kids. And the the, the pushback we've received is, you know, uh, why why would you do that? Why why should I pay my my kids an allowance or pay my kids to make the bed or pay my kids to do the dishes or pay my kids to brush their teeth? Like, why would I do that? And our answer is, you already are. You already are paying your kids. You just don't realize it. You're paying them by giving them all these things for free. So why not back that off a little bit instead of giving them stuff for free? Give them opportunities. And in the process, they learn work ethic and they learn to get better. And they better. enjoy it. And they're, they're they so much more satisfied with their life. They enjoy it. They enjoy it. It's almost like a game yes. and it's it's fun for them because they, I, I know when I started uh, doing money pants, when we first tried putting parents on money pants Oh, um, yeah. as well, what I noticed was like the pig for some reason motivated me 
to do things I had always wanted to do. Yeah. It was so satisfying because, yeah, yeah, I got these rewards that actually meant something to me. But it was just such a good feeling of I'm actually becoming a better person and accomplishing yes. things that I've I, I've wanted to do, but I never made the time for or I kept pushing back. And I love that. I love that yeah. about the app. And so I, it's it, a very I'm, positive. I'm no, but Hannah, I'm, I've always been pretty good about making goals for myself and accomplishing those mm-hmm. goals. I have gotten so much better with money pants. Yeah. Just by plugging myself into the app. And I'm I, not perfect. I don't get all my stuff done every no, week. But, but it's like 10 times better than yeah. what I was doing before. And, and I'm, so, I'm, I'm better than I was before. So, But it's the same for your kids where, where it, especially the older kids, they're creating their own goals in mm. the different areas. And it, they actually... The, uh, the, the the money in these rewards they're great and they keep you going on the tough days but overall it just it really builds your confidence and you're like oh i'm becoming a better person spiritually relationship wise academically in my i'm working on my talents and i'm actually consistently achieving my goals that is such a good feeling but that's kind of the main point hannah is that why not siphon off some of those things that everyone was getting for free in the family and use those as rewards to help motivate the, the behaviors that they actually want. Yeah. But that's the whole concept. Well, and also I, I don't like this idea of putting an extra burden on people where, oh, you, it, there's this extra expense and this extra right, cost. Right, which an allowance and, typically is. And it's like, no, you're already spending a lot yeah. of money. You don't need to. You don't need to go beyond your budget. You don't need to go beyond... Use what you already have. Well, we joke because a lot of times what happens is the kids don't actually earn all the money that they could have, and you actually end up saving money. Yeah, that's the funny thing is is this will actually save it's, your it's parents' money. It's actually money. a diabolical plan <laughs> to It'll, save you money. It, it is, just so you know, it is so hard to get all your stuff done on your list every week that, that yes. I feel like I'm an evil genius. I'm like, well, parents, but, but we you have don't, a new budgeting plan for you. But you don't have people mad at you because they had the opportunity. Well, and then you have job, John. You can always earn it back. And yeah. It does even out but by and large i found that more often than not i don't personally don't earn my maximum amount every week i'm a few bucks short every week so if you were to take you know that piece of pie out of the family budget and divvy it up and i'm like okay this is how much i can earn and i don't earn it then i the family's actually spending less money than they would have otherwise it it it, unfortunately, it may be fortunate. I don't know. It well, does it, it work naturally out that way. keeps people within a budget. Oh, it well, definitely does it that. Naturally it naturally keeps you that. within a budget because you'll never go over. You will never go over your ever. There's no possible way using the app you could ever go over your budget. There's no way. Yeah. It, there's not a provision. The app actually can't do the calculations. It, it past spending all the once all the money's gone, there's nothing you can't spend more. I know. So if you have trouble with your budget and keeping within your budget, maybe this is your just solution. do money pants. <laughs> just do money pants because you'll like be working all this. You can earn as much, you know, and you're like, oh wow, you know. Uh, in the end it'll just naturally it naturally keeps you in your budget. Um and I did want to point out though uh, one one of the main tenants that we adhere to and all the financial gurus have their own little formulas you know there's the uh what were the the 10 10 and 10 rule the 60 40 rule the 50 percent rule the save before you pay rule blah 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 
we happen to use, we adhere to the 10, 10, and 10 rule. I heard it a long time ago. I really liked it. It made sense to me. It was, you know, 10% tithing, 10% savings, 10% fund money, and the remaining 70% goes to expenses and bills and stuff. And so that's actually one of the, the rules that we adhere to for our family budget. But that's also the concept that Money Pants adheres to is the 10, 10, and 10 rule. For everybody's personal for budgets. Every, for everybody's personal budget. So I just want to throw that in there. It's, it's kind of a side comment. Um, and so it really does, it makes it easy to calculate how much each job and chore and habit are worth. That That's the cool thing about the app and these little calculations that it does. Okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, some of the benefits of, of using some sort of formula. Again, you don't have to use the Money Pants app. You can do this on your own. This is not rocket science. It's just math. It's complicated math, but it's just math. One of the major benefits is you will never make the mistake of overpaying your kids for a job. You won't break your family budget if you want to go with, if you if you like the idea of, okay, I should pay my kids and they should earn some of the things they get. How much does each job pay? Yeah. How much does it cost to and, pe- and we've had this we've had this discussion before where people are like, I want to pay my kids. I want to motivate them. Okay, it's $20 for the lawn and 5 bucks for the dishes. And pretty soon the parents go, wait a minute. My kid made 100 bucks this week. <laughs> they, uh, bought, they bought everything they want. Now they don't want to lift a finger and I'm out 100 bucks. And okay, I actually that, couldn't afford that 100 bucks. That didn't work. And oh, and I have four children, so that's 400 bucks this week. <laughs> Whoops. And the app, the Money Pants app does all those calculations for you. And you'd be surprised that... Kids only make, uh, I think, currently in our system, uh, eighteen cents for the dishes and a buck and a half for washing the car. And, and you know, and that's not including bonuses if they do it every single day. Right, the bonuses. And their money doubles if if they're consistent, because that's part of developing of the earth, yeah, earth yeah. the work ethic but, is learning consistency. So that's that's a major benefit is is you won't accidentally overpay. It, it's it's very cleverly, and I use that term loosely, but cleverly balanced to not overpay but not underpay so it still motivates your kids to earn the right amount and like you said Hannah you've got the daily jobs which don't pay much but if you get your bonus then it, it doubles your money and you're like oh okay now I did earn enough and then the weekly jobs it's you don't overpay but then on the well, flip side well, well um, one one thing about if you overpay it, you mentioned this but just to emphasize if you overpay your kids a lot of people think you know, you pay your kids more, you'll get more of an effort. And it's true. It, the first time. The first time. <laughs> but what actually happens if you overpay and they end up with a surplus of money is it actually demotivates them. It's the whole economic supply and demand. And if there's an overabundance of cash and they have everything they need. That's why, no, Hannah, that's why we have parents coming to us saying, how do you get your kids to work? What's your secret? Yeah. What is your secret? Your kids work. I can't get my kids to lift a finger. What's your secret? So, so it's not like we don't make more money than one of the secrets is by paying less, less is actually more motivational than paying more. And it's weird. And it's weird. And maybe a better example is we had a. A, a dad who was using this concept and he had a younger kid. So he was rewarding her jelly beans to, to get a job done. And I had explained to him, yeah, you know, when you're first teaching a young child 
how to work. You, you can use a little treat, like it's a small treat, like a jelly bean or a tic tac, something very small, a piece of popcorn, a cheese it, you know, you know, and go. Okay, now I want you to pick up all this. Now I want you to do this, and kind of break a job up and reward them, and, and give them that one tic tac or that, that one tic tac. Yeah, just a teeny yeah, tiny little reward, but that's immediate. And that's for very young children. Anyways, and the next week we met with him and he goes, she did this. I gave her a whole bag of jelly beans. And we went, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> because well, because he was so proud of her for he doing was, the job. He was so proud, but that, it, 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 that, that's great for that one time. But after that, she's going to be sick of jelly beans. And she she's going to have a whole stash like, under her mattress. Wait, Dad, you, know? you gave me a whole bag last time. Why am I back to only getting one? She'll expect a whole bag every time. And then, yeah, just... It, it, it backfires. Yep. It yep. works the first time, but then it backfires. So it's actually, if you want consistent motivation, you have to look at the laws of supply and demand, and you have to keep the pay low. Well, I think it would be any, a better example would be, do you have a job? Do they pay you millions? Or do they pay you just enough to keep you coming back every week? <laughs> and what motivates you to keep going back? If they paid you millions of dollars, would you really show up? After a couple of weeks, you'd be like, oh, I made my money. I don't need to work anymore. I'm going to take a vacation for the next year, yeah. too. It's the same with, with paying kids. Companies <laughs> have been able to balance properly how much they should pay their employees for the work they get for the amount of income that the company makes. That's the same concept of money pants. You make, here's your income. <laughs> now we know how much you should be paying your, and we're not going to say employees, but your kids. This is how it works. It's oh. very carefully balanced. You know, I never thought of that. We we kind of run our home like a business. <laughs> Oh, heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. We keep bringing up businesses do this, businesses do that. Because it's real world. And that's the neat thing, though, is the kids, when they get in the real world, they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's not a surprise. (laughs) What? You're only going to pay me this much? Uh, You're not going to pay me $40 for cleaning out the fry tray at McDonald's? No, you get the same amount as everybody else, and you need to show up every day. (laughs) On time. Okay. But on the flip side of overpaying... So then you have the opposite extreme, underpaying. And and we've had this problem too, where parents are like, they're stingy, or they don't have a lot of money, or they think, oh, my kids don't need to earn that much. They can only earn $100 a year. You realize that's like, what, 30 cents a day? That's pretty paltry. You know, if the family makes $160,000 a year, and the the parents are like, well, I'm not going to pay my kids that much. Well, you know what? What happens is then the kid is still responsible for the same amount of expenses that you were previously paying. Only now they have no way of meeting those financial obligations. They used to wear uh, Nordstrom rack clothing and have a nice new backpack and have all these and be able to go to the movies with friends. And now they can barely afford pay less shoes. Well, Nordstrom Rack's a step down from Nordstrom. I don't don't know. (laughs) Now you know where we shop. (laughs) (laughs) I just revealed the secret. Um, So, but that's that's the problem with underpaying is you're actually going to undercut and and discourage your kids because they'd be like, well, I can't ever afford any of the things I want. Football, I guess that's out. Soccer, that's I can't. And I guess I'm going to be shopping at at the welfare aisle or or at uh, um, whatever it is, not Wintergreen. Goodwill. I don't know why Wintergreen came. Anyway, I don't know why Wintergreen came to my mind. I'm thinking gum. But no, that, that's why I'm going to have to shop at Goodwill. And then all of a sudden, their social status, um, standing changes with their friends. And all of a sudden, you've really introduced a lot of weirdness by underpaying your children. 
Yeah, they so would start to resent it, this it, thing. Yeah, and it's a bad. It's bad. And it would demotivate them because yep. they're like, I'm not going to be able to play football anyway. Yeah, I'm not going to be able. I'm going to do all this work, and there's no way possible I could do these things that I wanted to do. And I know that mom and dad can afford. Well, that and I used to be able to have. I used yeah, to have. Yeah, and so there's going yeah. that would create resentment. So, so you don't want to underpay and make it impossible. For them, yeah, that's another to... problem. So again, once once again, making sure that your math is correct to begin with. There are certain percentages that you pay with pay your kids, whether you whether you know it or not, you do. In every family, to we can we can predict to a very high degree of accuracy how much you spend on your kids, and it's a lot more than you think. Yeah, across the board. And and so when you use money pants. It's designed for you to maintain the standard of living that you're currently enjoying. It's not yeah, like it's not a step okay, up on the social strata. So it's not a step it's not down. A step up or a step down. It's going to be the same level. Right. If you're used to buying your clothes at garage sales, that's where you're going to continue <laughs> to buy your, your clothes. Your kids aren't suddenly going to be going over to Tiffany's and going woohoo! Spending <laughs> spree. No, if you if you were garage sale prices before, that's where you're, you're going to be at garage sale prices. That's where your kids are still going to have an like they're going to be like, oh my goodness, I have fifty dollars to buy my school clothes. I better. Said that, that's though, how Hannah, much your family spends. If you you're going to go to garage sales, though, do it in the hills of Burbank. Oh, <laughs> remember oh that? Oh my gosh, we got the best stuff. That all the rich people were getting rid of their. Oh, it was a two thousand dollars dress. I'll get. I'll take five dollars for it. You're like what? Yeah. <laughs> and it was really nice stuff. Remember I that? Remember that those really garage cool, sales. Oh, remember the the cool uh, German toy set thingy that we got? Oh yeah, we still have that. And, it's, and it's, it was awesome. Every it time was, it's a rainy day, we pull that out. It's very cheap. Anyway, well, um, total but, side note: if you are poor and you're doing the garage sale thing, go to the hills of Burbank. Yeah, there's an art to it. Did you know <laughs> when I first got married? Because I came from a wealthier family. You know, I went from growing up in a wealth, relatively wealthy family. Mm-hmm. My dad was a physician, to being a newlywed, and you know, with the, with the young children, I had no idea that you could buy stuff at garage sales, mm. and so I just ended up going without. And so, you know, having your kids manage their own money and understanding what all the options are but in that would actually whatever social strata you're in though in in that yeah in same but even social... so that would have being in charge of my own money at an earlier age would have prepared me more for yeah, yeah. being on my own where i'm like oh no there's these options i have options not everything is brand new at Target. not everything you can get good stuff at Goodwill. You can go here. You can. And I didn't even know about those things. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I ended up going without when I didn't need to go without. So. But I, I want to go back because we missed something when we were talking about how the app siphons off that percentage of the the household or the family income. We forgot mm-hmm. to mention the categories. So, when the, you're calculating how much money to to pay your kids. These are the categories that you should be considering. And, they, and they're and they in the app already, but I'm just going to mention them here. Clothing, we've already talked about it. Personal care, so that's like hair color or haircuts. Yeah, going in a haircut. Um, yeah. Or, or a, not a perm, what is it called? Um, um, where you, uh, highlights. Um, but then there's sports and dance teams. We talk about that, you know, football, ballet. Your kids should be paying for those things. Uh, music and art. You know, music lessons, drum lessons, uh, These are the lessons. extras. Yeah. Like, And if you're thinking, haircuts aren't an extra, 
Oh, yes, sure they, they are. are. You go on YouTube, you get yourself a pair of clippers, you can cut Save your hair, you can cut your hair yourself. If you want a nice hair salon haircut, that that is definitely discretionary. Mm-hmm. Um, school supplies, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe your family pays for backpacks and there's like a base for backpacks, but then anything additional to that is up to the kids. Um, electronics, you really think your kid needs a phone, needs a Game Boy, needs a fancy new computer needs an ipad Mm-mm. those are discretionary and they should they should be paying for those things although we have yeah we haven't talked about media we we have a different take on that altogether but if you're a family where your kids are buying you know their own where you allow that uh, remote um, control cars yeah. or, or maybe they're into the uh, remote control airplanes that sort of stuff they should be paying for those uh, any any sort of hobbies summer camps girls camp boys camp um, conditioning camps all that stuff uh, transportation. Now, this is kind of a iffy one. If your kid has their own car, maybe they need to be paying for their own insurance and maybe even their own gas. Or if it's a bike, they should be paying for their bike repairs and, and any upgrades they make to their bike. Maybe they want to get a nifty new basket for the front. Mm, that's on them. <laughs> <laughs> and then other. We have another category. You know, maybe it's gifts for presents um, or friends or outings or trips or movie tickets or or whatever. And that's it. Those are the categories that your kids should be paying for. So when we say we're going to siphon off a little portion of the family income, that's what we're talking about. Each kid should be paying for those nine different categories themselves. And you use that money that they could have, you would have spent on them, and now they're going to earn it themselves. And it's really cool because then they decide which is most important to them, and you get cool insights into their personality and and their superpowers and who they are and what they want. And anyway, I just wanted to kind of go over that really quick. Those are the categories that we're talking about, not healthcare, not electric bill, not mortgage. Those, those are not the things those we're having the kids Those are family bills that yeah. go on the family card. Yep. But each individual, the parents included, have their own cash. Mm-hmm. And these are the items that they pay Those nine for. categories yeah. I just mentioned. But the yep. electric bill, nobody should be paying for the electric bill on their from their personal cash no. and we've had parents do that where they're like oh well my kid should be paying the water bill i'm like no no, no they shouldn't actually because that's the, the not, app doesn't count the it, app doesn't include that in the in the money they if could earn you if you want to do that you'd have to make your own program where you took the money that you were yeah, previously maybe you could, okay, spending you know what, maybe you could you take the family income and the family expenses divide it by eight because there's you have six kids two parents everybody has okay everybody there's your your section of the, the electric bill to pay for but if you're using the money pants app if you it want doesn't to, yeah, yeah. it doesn't doesn't provide for that. Money Pants does not. Yeah. The Money Pants does not calculate those things. If you want to go do your own thing, fine. Just make sure that the amount of money they can earn matches the amount of money that they're going to be spending. Yeah. Okay. That's the concept. Okay. Um, so I guess that's one of the main reasons that we're different from allowance apps. I think we've hit that point pretty hard. For chore apps. <laughs> or a yeah. chore app. But I, I think it's also, we got to be very clear. Our numbers that we come up with are not random. These are not arbitrary. They are not, oh, I think dishes should be a dollar. No. These are very carefully calculated <laughs> to the penny yeah. how much your kids should earn for each and every job and habit that and job jar that they're accomplishing. I, you know what? I, I should probably give a little disclaimer at this point. We do not sell any of this information. We collect it in the app. We don't sell it. We don't give it away. We don't share it with anybody. It is only stored on the Money Pants servers, and we use, you know, industry to standard encryption. It's all backed up and, and and not accessible to anybody but us. And it's used by the app to do these calculations. That's it. Now, I would say that we, Hannah, you and I, will look at the data 
And yeah, because we, we, we have that, analytics and it will say, hey, this percent of your customers make this much money, this percent make that much right. money. And because and, that, and, and we were looking at that because, hey, is there an income bracket that's more more uh, where we should be marketing to the... Or it's more effective for certain groups. Yeah, it, yeah. Turns out... Turns out... It's nope. not... <laughs> people from all different income levels we have love the making money pants 30, concept. A year, we got people making a million a year, and it doesn't seem to matter. It's because it's people who want to make the, to give their kids that advantage. People who want their kids to learn these things, and it doesn't seem to matter how much you make because yeah. last I checked. So kids that's are the kids. information. That's the information we've gotten from that. Was yeah, it's doesn't matter our concept. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much money you make. Maybe um, after we have more no, customers, it'll be more obvious. But right now, it's it's ro- it's it, it seems to be evenly distributed be, among income levels. But but that's as far as it, you know. Going, gosh, is that okay to put that information out there? That information does not get. It doesn't get sold. Or, or anything or like that. Yeah, we no, don't in, do in that way, at yeah. all. So the thing I get, I guess we kind of want to, we didn't, haven't really covered yet is what if you have no income? Like what, because we had the situation where. Yes. What if. You're in an extreme financial duress. If you have, no, no, if you have no income. Yeah, that's extreme financial duress. Well, no, it's not the same though. Because uh, we've had, we've had times in our lives where we were under financial duress where we were stressed out about money or or I was in between jobs or whatever and we're like, oh, how are we going to make ends meet? But this is, if you're out of money, meaning no income at all, yeah. that changes things. What do you do? Because you can't siphon off a portion of the family income because any percentage of zero is still zero. zero. <laughs> so, And when you're in a situation like that, you're not buying clothes. You're not buying anything. You're you're lucky if you're not losing your house and getting your car taken away from you. Yeah. And so let me tell you a story. This sort of situation happened to our family a couple of years ago. We had a problem with a business partner. It left us in a really bad situation. And we were scrambling for work and nothing was working out. Not, no, nothing. Plan nothing. A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Yeah, we, <laughs> were, about, we was, were about on plan J or K at that point. Yeah, nothing was working out. And it was uncanny how so, frustrating it was. So, but we looked at the situation and I'm like, oh, we can't use money. We can't pay our kids. Yeah, so how could we do? How could we possibly do money? So, this so, is the system we've been doing for what? Almost 15 years at yeah, that point? Yeah, so we scrapped it. Yeah. Could, now well, this we, couldn't, was, we couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, we couldn't. Yeah, so I, I'm like, well, that's not a possibility right now. Mm-hmm. And well, at first we were like, you know, because we thought it was just going to be a month or two months. We were like kind of writing our kids IOUs. And then we realized, no, yeah. <laughs> this isn't changing. And we can't be like adding up debt here to our kids. And then they're not going to, be- they stopped believing that we would pay them because things weren't looking better. Yep. So we're like, okay, nope, that's not working. So I just stopped. Now, you might be curious what would happen to a group of kids who was doing this and it this system was stopped cold turkey. Our whole family was under duress and mm-hmm. it was really stressful. You know, like <laughs> we had like two working light bulbs in the house. And oh, I remember It that. was just and every if things broke, we couldn't fix it. So it just kind of that felt was like the year that somebody gave us the gift card and we went and bought light bulbs. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and it just it was so it was so demoralizing because oh, that was stressful. the lawnmower got stolen. We couldn't replace it. We couldn't water the lawn. My, we couldn't. My, that was also the time uh, our, our tools got stolen. That was just so frustrating. It was just, it, but but you couldn't, like the toilets broke. 
to, okay, that toilet's out of commission, you know? Luckily, (laughs) we have four. That seat broke. Now we're down to three. Yeah, so normally Uh you don't realize, we don't realize how much you repair and do upkeep. And so it's pretty demoralizing to just kind of see your house and everything around you falling apart. Um, Like, and then it became harder to do jobs because, oh, the mop broke couldn't replace the mop you know and so now we're having to do it by hand and you know it takes and way we could, longer we didn't have money for new rags i mean the yeah rags it, was just, it was just well yeah it just the whole situation was really stressful but what happened with our kids is most of our older kids kept working and taking care of their things and doing their jobs even though there wasn't pay anymore. Because they, are, well, it's because because they, they had, had work ethic. They, they had already established that work ethic. And, and they, they understood it and it made sense to them. And, and they found it satisfying yeah. to have things in order and clean. With the exception of we had one child with ADHD who we actually designed money pants for because it was the only thing that helped this child like stay focused and, and excel. That child, even though that child was older, that child did not do well. Once once money pants was gone that, you know, and that was a little more complicated. But that child kind of just was like, no, you know, (laughs) that was it for them. But most of the older kids kept on working and kept on contributing, even though they knew they weren't getting paid. The younger kids, on the other hand, no, it was awful. They didn't have an established work ethic at that yet. And we had no, no way to reward them. You know, we, th- there was nothing for them to look forward to. There were no sports. There were no. There was no nothing. No treats. No uh, clothing. We, yes, no shopping we, trips. No toys. Nothing. And so what happened is I started nagging. I started saying, "Hey, this isn't fair to put me, me to clean the house. The, the house is filthy. We're looking like pigs. Trips, yelling, um, come nagging, on, threatening. Yeah, but, you, but no, I didn't. Remember? I didn't." Have have any other tool and it, like no we this started, is how it should be guys you need to listen to your mom and no no, no. we and, finally started taking jujitsu classes remember no <laughs> no, <laughs> no just kidding no, no. we did though it, we, it, we it, but i it, it was div- so div- stressful though it digressed into yelling nagging and i'm like this is why people don't have more than three kids yeah because this is what they're dealing with no there's no way there's no yeah, way we i could, would go Anna, there's no way we my could run blood our home. pressure yeah. my blood pressure i could feel my blood pressure just like mm-hmm topping out and i don't have blood pressure problems but i did during that time and i could feel it and i I was just i i it was so stressful and we were already under all this stress and i was just like i can't handle this i i need some semblance of order and sanity but what do you do and i have half the kids in the family not willing to work the older ones are already doing a lot and putting in extra and most of them and so, but I, I just couldn't handle it. So finally, my husband, you said, okay, well, let's, what can we do? And so we looked at what we had. And this is the key. And it's the same principle as what we're telling people at the higher income levels. Look at what you have. Use what you have. And so we're like, we don't really have anything. Until we stepped, but to, to look we stepped at back it. Yeah. and we were like, we have a movie collection of movies we own, mm-hmm. you know, they're um, on our computer. Mm-hmm. We don't have a streaming service, so but it, these are movies we owned. Yeah. DVDs I had copied to the computer. And then there's privileges of being able to go out and privileges of being able to invite friends over. Mm-hmm. And, we and, had, and we had food. And we did have food. We were getting food from our church, mm-hmm. you know, and it was basic stuff. But I was like, I can make popcorn, yep. homemade popcorn. 
and put some butter and brown sugar on it. Mm-hmm. And so we realized oh. we, we still had privileges we could give our children. And we had some rewards that weren't monetary that we could give our children. Yeah, that they could earn. So we're like, okay. So what we did, well, yeah, we, we, which... we stuck with money pants, but instead of dollar amounts of paying the kids, the dollar amounts, it's still all... <laughs> They still were tallying points and money on their on the app. But what we did was, at the end of the week, if you had earned a certain amount, that meant you could have this the movie privilege. Night. And remember what we did? The kids really liked this. If you earned at least $10, was it, I think it was $10, yeah, $10, you could watch the movie. If you earned 15 you could invite a friend over. If you earned 20 you could have uh, the movie, a friend over, and have a treat. And if you earned more than twenty five, you could ha- have two, two friends, friends over. over, and that and the kids really it made movie night special. And once again, they had something they were working towards, and it was a big deal because yeah. the whole family is going up into the movie room and want turning on a movie, and they're like, "I'm getting." And it only out. would happen once a week, uh-huh. so that was the other thing is we couldn't turn on the TV right, during right. any were, other time. There were no, no entertainment during the rest of the week. Once a week, and we made it a privilege. Yep, and and so. It, what happened is it restored sanity to our home. Oh my gosh! And I was like, it, th- it was it still super stressful, but it wasn't perfect. perfect. I was gonna say it wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect. It, w- it didn't work as well. No, but it was enough to for me to be like, okay, no, okay, I can do this. Basically, we, 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 we basically use privileges as the currency. Yeah. Now it's better to use privileges and the current, like if if you're at a Layer, higher income yeah, level, layering rewards. Yeah, and stuff, you want to yeah. layer it. You want to use both. Mm-hmm. That's ideal. But if you're broke like we were, yeah. But, but look <laughs> at what you do have. Yeah. And work with that. And it, like I said, we were broke, 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 and so we were literally using things that we already owned. The nice thing was, is we already had all the jobs laid out. We had all the assignments. We could still do substitutions. We still had, we had all the, we still had job drive. It all worked. It's just the rewards weren't, were no longer monetary. And every week the app would reset and we're like, okay, well, you know, um, it's a new week and maybe you can earn this reward again. We're starting over. And that worked. That worked. So. Kind of. So. It was better than nothing for sure. But the concept is the same. Look at what you have Mm -hmm. and use what you have to the most uh, to its its full potential and that's the other thing is i think a lot of us i I think it would be a good exercise for everybody to step back and go what am i giving my children for free that maybe i could use to leverage to help them become who they want to be yeah what things am i already giving my children that maybe they could earn on their own appreciate more if they earned it on their own and in the process learn some valuable skills and develop into the person that they truly want yeah. to be. What, and what? this this isn't, yeah, this isn't about, oh, mom and dad are greedy and they're like... Not about control. It's not nope. about control. It's 100% it's, about helping your family members become their best selves. Yeah. Where they're progressing, they're feeling good about themselves. Everybody's pitching in to take care of the environment where you're living. Yeah. And, and they um, should. But the, the, these are good habits. These are things that are going to help your kids for the rest of their lives. And that's why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. That's the motive behind this. It's it's not, oh, I'm going to save money or I'm going to. No, it's, it's what is the most effective way using what you have to, 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 to motivate yeah. and bring out the best in every individual in the family. 
And so you can even do it when you're broke <laughs> to a certain degree. So, and that and that's it. Those those are all of our thoughts on how to leverage your household income to, to really get the maximum benefit for, for every family member. That that's it. That those are all the ideas we had and why we do it the way we do it. And I I like it. I think I think it, this is a true and correct principle. If you like what you heard in this podcast, please tell your friends. They may want to listen to. We may have shared something with you that could really help them. So please spread the word. And if you have a suggestion for a future podcast, go to our website under support and click contact us. Send us an email and we'll, we'll get right on it. And that's it for today. Enjoy some Falcon Jasper locked in locomotions. We'll see you next time.